So let me tell you something, brother. What you got? It's been a while since we've uh, since we've made a, you know made one of these uh, podcasts. A hot minute. You know we can't we can't just keep leaving the people hanging and waiting. Man, they gotta like it's about the hunger, it's about the thirst, because you know they want more. They want more of the MMP podcast. What's up, everyone? Your boys are back. I know you missed the intro. I know you missed it. Welcome back. Hey, man. You know. How have you been? How have you been? I have been very good. It's about those life experiences. I do, however, missed you and missed everyone listening to this podcast. You know what? Um, and speaking of missing, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out the hot take off the jump uh, and tell Ubisoft they can miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> Yo, yo, this is the MP <laughs> podcast. Fuck you, E3 edition. <laughs> <laughs> Son, that Division 2 video, first off, no one plays video games like that. Stop lying. I've never in my life played with SEAL Team 6 in a video game yeah. form in a rando, like in some pub games. Just stop. And how is Ubisoft for real going to hit us with the same video from the first Division same with a different skin? Trailer. With a different skin. Boy, if I it was the same script. <laughs> go back. Y'all go back. Go on YouTube. Go back a couple years, watch that first trailer, and watch this Division 2 trailer, and tell me why MMP ain't fucking pissed off. I have not been this mad in a minute. In a hot couple of minutes. Cause I didn't, in the drone, the mine, everything. The, the drone, dude. The, <sighs> let, me, <laughs> let me take a small, small break. Yo, that drone... That was the one thing I dreamed about playing. Because I figured at this point we would have never even picked up another game since The Division when it came out. And I was like, yo, you know what? I could be in an office at work doing some wild drone missions. Like, you know, like, I'm just trying to on my iPad and shit. Yo, I, I had never in my life had so much. Oh, no, I take that back because Star Citizen, rest in peace. It's uh, <laughs> another game I had my uh, my my Firefly dreams crushed. I I install it once a year just to see the progress. You know I'm still I have not. You know I still since that one time you, you told me about it and I went and bought the FA18 version and spent too much money on a video game <laughs> that wasn't out yet. Uh, and, and I didn't even fly it. Like I didn't even cal- calibrate my controller for it. Disappointing. I I every year I fly for like a week just to see where it's at and. I think I finally figure out what the deal is. Like, you know how these AAA games, they work on for years and years and years, but you never hear about them except for those little tidbits so that everyone's just excited? The magic is gone. So basically, imagine if you worked at Disney World and you saw, like, when they took the skin off the animatronics and you're kind of just disappointed because now you have to deal with the engineering side of it. That's what watching and paying attention to Star Citizen is like. Painful. And so once you stop paying attention and you just check up on it once a year, you're like, man, they did a lot of work. So, but the game's not ready. Yeah, it's, it's not, not ready. It's not ready. Like I, I I'm sorry. So I can't. I'm not gonna sweat it. <laughs> I can't. You know, like and I, you know that's that was a mild fire shots fired at the you know that team. <laughs> Let them do their thing. They still got all my money. No. I'm mad. No one has got more of my money on the disappointing, uh, disappointing results than a few of my ex girlfriends and Ubisoft Ooh. though. <laughs> that Ubisoft was my- is Ubisoft's the worst ex girlfriend because not only is she a horrible girlfriend, the broad's French. Oh, <laughs> the true stories. You know, she keeps coming back with the realness. Like, yo, I've changed. 
I'm not gonna cheat on you anymore. <laughs> you know, um, I got this Instagram account. I'm making wild money now, so you know I'm gonna help pay you know some of your bills and whatnot. And you're like, yo, what? You're paying? Okay, let's do this. She yeah, gets then back. She drops the ba- then she drops the baby on you. Is like, oh, this is yours. Oh, shout out to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> God's plan. It's God's plan. plan. Yo, you know, you know. Since we're down here at the bottom, I could take shots at Drake. No one's, no way he's gonna ever hear about this. So, (laughs) man, but he just became the bastion of, you know, girl power with with this latest video, with that that bounce video, which is just such. I think it's the most amazing track of the year, in my opinion. Um, No, it is fantastic. If you guys haven't gone out and uh, heard it yet, please do watch the video. Nice for what? Video. It's uh, it's dope. It's dope. But damn, Um, push your teeth, push it in. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, all right, right. I get off that. I get off that. (laughs) Let's let's go back on the Ubisoft hate. And this is the thing. I all the get. They have a history of good games. I can't take that away from them. But they also have a history of broken promises. It's just like your ex-girlfriend's still fine. She's still attractive, but you know what the history is. Um, oh, hold on. Let's be inclusive. Your ex-person. <laughs> May lie. I say girlfriend because it's connected because Ubisoft got all that heat for not having the female pro tag in some of their games. There we go. Then, oh, so this, then, is, this is introspective and, opinion. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then they flipped the script because I hate to say it because I'm still looking at her Instagram photos, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Don't even uh, get me started. No, fuck you. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, no. you know, I tried playing the last Assassin's Creed. You know, I even started making her in a costume for the last Assassin's Creed because <laughs> your boy looked like the main character. I was hype. I was hype. But you know what? I couldn't get beyond two hours of that game it's just it's just it's the same damn game they need to stop like how do we keep falling for this (laughs) it works now this is the thing this is what it says it's like we always criticize the people who buy madden every year but we go up and drop the 60 bucks on like these uh third person fighters and first person shooters every year and then like you know we 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 fuck ourselves that's just what it is and that's the thing i will give ubisoft props for creating worlds characters and storylines because i really love assassin's creed the universe i love the characters and stuff like that it's playing the games work and when you start but, but playing is that, a game is that really true work. though is that really true or do you just like assassin's creed one i figured no. it out today i only like the first assassin's creed because it was oh really it was amazing like i because i played it after i played all the other ones and i'll say man this story is awesome i was like they really didn't need to make another one of these just like they didn't I, need to make another matrix well, see, that's the thing. I skipped out on one. I ah, got in. that's why. <laughs> well, I got I got in on two. I really liked that. I but I didn't play all the twos. That was the thing. Two had like four derivative games. Right. Like that. Uh, three was great because it's fucking killing redcoats. I can't go wrong with that. Pirates was not my thing. I, I had didn't. fun, but I did not bang with. It. I I I fell off. I was like, oh, let me go fucking tackle some ships. That was fun. Uh, but I, I didn't care about the story. Uh, skipped Origins, skipped the French one, skipped the English one. And I think that's what it is for me. Is like once the Assassin's Creeds were in like backgrounds that like really didn't like bite into me. I, I really I didn't care. Um, they had the the mini games like uh, the India, the Russia, and the China. But those were like Game Boy Advance games or something silly like that. They were side scrolling adventures. Oof. And so yeah, so it's just those technically aren't games. No, um, no. And then um. I will say this. Uh, I know you don't bang with it. Odyssey was pretty. 
The trailer was very pretty. Yeah, Odyssey. No, no, no. Odyssey looks good. It does because I uh, I just saw it and when I saw the, the the work, I was it was a follow mission that they had showed. I was like, come on, dude. This is too old for follow missions. Man. I can't do follow. Like <laughs> I, and pe- I'm glad you said that. Too old for follow missions. I am too old to grind in a video game. Once you're in your thirties, grinding isn't a thing. I mean, I mean, hold up. In video games. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a thing. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm not gonna be outside killing a thousand uh, pigs to get <laughs> a certain item or a certain level or thing, so I can go to the next level. I'm not doing that anymore. It's, and, it's, and that's the thing about these games. There's so many of those little follow me missions, bring this back to me missions. That's why I just fall off on Assassin's Creed Origins became boring after, like I said, after two hours of playing, and I wanted to love it. Because I felt I couldn't make the character without beating the game. Because that's just that's chill. You know, it's silly. You shouldn't oh, do you that. Fake nerd, fake nerd boy. Ah, uh, you know, and I can't do that. You know me. I gotta know it all. I gotta know what I'm going into. And uh, I felt could could just read the wiki. Could have. I could have. And once I realized I couldn't finish beating it, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> nah, it's like um, nah. For those you don't know, like we're we're picking up our things uh, from E3. Uh, for those you know who don't know what E3 is. Uh, where have you been all this time? Yeah, <laughs> like, um, what are you doing here? <laughs> it is, it is, it is the big trade show, GameCon, basically. So, no, it's not. Uh, it's a little similar to PAX, if you've heard of that. But E3's been here for a minute. It used to be like literally industry people, like suits. Like it was a legitimate trade show. And slowly, surely, as time passes on, uh, consumers were able to go in. Uh, reporters, video game journalists. I use quoty fingers with that. Um, and uh, now with social media, everyone gets a part. Everyone looks forward to the multiple days of these big companies announcing what's going to be the newest jam. Um, but we're, we're picking on Ubisoft specifically because they've broken our hearts so many times. Multiple times. I'm um, in the world. I don't even know how to explain this. <laughs> I don't know how to say this without sounding problematic. Uh, I guess in the world of video games, I'm an incel. <laughs> Like, I have an incel-level anger at Ubisoft. <laughs> so you're, just, you're just racist and hateful and sexist and misogynistic towards this, this, this French trumpet? Towards only Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> I feel personally attacked by every move Ubisoft makes. <laughs> they made me the video game in Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> that was the dirtiest. That was the dirtiest I'd Someone- ever seen in my life. Y'all go watch a trailer, watch that too. You know what my brother looks like. You know how he bangs. Go watch that shits and <laughs> tell me they didn't have a fucking drone following him and just cloning all his mannerisms and everything he likes to do. That's that's a Anthony fan fiction game. That's I was exactly so mad. I was like, how could I not get in? You know, now I feel. You see, now I'm just. I was so indoctrinated by that game, or so. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know. I was just. I drank the freaking flavor aid. That's the series. That's the series. Antonius Black here had to admit to me that he was playing. We both know it wasn't gonna be good going in. Yes. <laughs> Say, look, man. I know she broke up with me six times, but um, <laughs> look, dog, she ain't good for you, bro. She changed, so you know. You she know, shit. Her friends came to me and told me how many changes <laughs> she's been making for the last four months. Just so you know, just to give me. I back. saw her liking your shit on Instagram. <laughs> it's a trap. You know, and, and you know, I feel like I actually feel like she is taking the time to, to work on us. So I'm gonna jump in. You know, I'm sorry for telling you, but we'd already been doing it for six weeks. You know, so you know, <laughs> I, I didn't want to. I wanted to wait until you after I knew it was hundred percent this time. So you know, I'm just gonna 
just gonna try it. We'll see what happens. And you know exactly what's gonna happen. (laughs) My black ass playing Oregon Trail waiting for you to come back. (laughs) That's exactly when you find out she's uh, sleeping with her boss, my boss, and the rest of my family or something. (laughs) (laughs) And that is what Ubisoft does to me every time. Every single time, time, dude. I, 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 I just, I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> um, Nintendo uh, played us and gave us some more Smash Brothers nonsense. Um, I don't play Smash. Um, I'm not on that spectrum nah. to play that game. <laughs> so it's just no, not <laughs> like Smash when it first came out was a great party game. Um, but I have the feeling, the same feeling about Fires. It's like I can't have fun playing Smash because everyone who plays Smash is too competitive with Smash. Like it's an actual fighting game. It's not. Anyone who's in the scene, quotey fingers, uh, Smash is not a fighting game. No, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, it's just what it is. I don't care if you play tournaments. I don't care if you win and get paid for it. It's not a fighting game. It's a different. It's a, it's a competition. It's like battle royale. It's honestly a battle royale game to me, in my opinion, because <laughs> I play fighter. I like Street Fighter. I, you know, I haven't messed with DBZ fighters just because I'm just trying not to have an addiction. Outside of PUBG, um, I my brain does not work when it comes to party style fighting games like that. Like, and I just don't know what it is. Like, I can't figure out the controls. I don't know if I'm too old or what. It just, but it's no, it's been like that since the, the first game came out in N64. It's the game that came out, and I, uh, I was trashed uh, in. <laughs> when when anything after Nintendo 64 is forced Smash concerned, my Maybe I just lost the acuity for playing fast-moving video games where I could pay attention to everything on the screen at once. Maybe that's just me going old, being watched or anything. But there's there's only four players, and I can't keep track of my own on that screen while everything's going on. And people are like L-dashing, canceling into this, that, and have all this <laughs> meta down. And I'm just like, well, I, 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 got, I know three moves. And you know what? I said, now that I think about it, because you, you like to focus. That's why you like Battletech. That is why I like StarCraft. Like, you're better at me than me at Battletech. But, you know, StarCraft is my jam. Because I like having yeah. a million things on the screen at the same time. So that actually makes more sense. But that's that's MMP meta. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other games that were out? Uh, the New Kingdom Hearts, another game I can't relate to because I didn't play any of them. Uh, as, as a fan of the, the series in general, um, I'm tired. I'm tired, tired. Look, I was still in the womb when the first one came out. And I was uh, a born man blooded when the second one came out. <laughs> now I'm going into my retirement years and the third one's finally maybe coming out. Just because they give you a date doesn't mean anything's true. True story. Uh, <laughs> that is very um, true. So my friends who have been following the series for now... Uh, over a decade and they're still happy about it they're into it uh, i'm happy for you the game looks great considering how it has evolved being someone who's who's played one and two and not all 32 bullshit individual games in between um i i still enjoy it um i'm waiting for utada hikaru to drop another banger theme Ooh, song yes uh, son. that's the one that's what lord, i care about please, in lord. let the queen come back and let her drop another hot fire track for me to release my emotions on. Real Reynolds, um, let me put let me put this out here right now. MNP, we need to go to Japan or Korea before it's gone in 2019. 
<laughs> we need to do that for 2019. Let's let's say it on the podcast. You want to do that? Uh, oh, well, it's, it's on the podcast. It's, so it's the, official now. It's on the podcast. And I mean, by that point in time, we'll already have some stuff on the YouTubes and whatnot. We'll throw that out there, that information later. But yeah, I, it just crossed my mind because I wouldn't mind seeing her perform in Japan. Oh, God. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's something we need to do, and we need to film that. Step one, getting to Japan. Step two, getting tickets to a Tari Kara show. Like, that's going down on, like, putting Satan in the nuts and coming back, like, <laughs> type of hard. Like, <laughs> like I <laughs> She's not playing the House of Blues, fun. It's like, we can't. It's like, oh, let me get the Atari Kara. It's like, oh, yeah, take your pick. You know, just just walk to the front. Uh, even though we're bigger than everyone in Japan. Yes. Um, <laughs> That would not be hard to strong arm that entire stadium. Physically and metaphysically. <laughs> uh, but that would be fantastic. I have been planning on doing more traveling. But uh, let's save that for later. Let's go back on on Disneyland on Games. Yeah. Um, the, but yeah, back to Kingdom Hearts. Besides the Takara drop, I'm ha- like it looks great. For people who are still into KH, uh, more power to you. It's uh, I think you guys are going to have a great time. Um, I think we just grew, we're 10 years out of the game on that game. I think it's, it's just too much time has passed. My interest yeah. isn't there anymore. I, I respect the IP. Um, it brought a lot of people into it. That, like Kingdom Hearts was like the heyday, like in that era of early two thousands, where the PS two could not be touched. Not no one at could all. touch the PS two, um, and and no one knew what's going to happen. Because remember, there was a time where people thought the PlayStation one was going to be a flop. I remember those days. I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, the, the CD gaming ideas were still so very new. We didn't have that technology yet. Uh, the PlayStation was originally a Nintendo concept. It was a Sony Nintendo co-branded thing. It was going to be a periphery uh, to the 64 uh, or, or something along those lines originally. And they're like, uh, fuck it, we'll do our own thing. And, and it blew up. And you know, here we are you know, on the fourth one. Um, so I'm happy for people who enjoy Kingdom Hearts. I will not be partaking. Nah, 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 not in this camp. I am done with all that. I tried the first go around and I was finished. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out anything else. Let's move on to things that we're excited about. They showed a video for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, kind of hype. Kind of hype. I totally forgot that that was a thing because it had been apparently, according to CG Project Red, about like four or five years since they announced it. And some more information got out. Pretty much, they put it on the back as a back burner while they were dropping Witcher stuff in between these last couple of years. And now that Witcher's out and done and played and washed, uh, in my opinion, um, they're jumping back into this. And for people who love Witcher, I don't give a fuck. Like it's not same, me. same. It is. It is not me. I've read better fantasy novels and much better game mechanics. And, yeah, that was my that was my whole thing. Cause you know me. Like if I'm gonna play your game. And this is going to be me sounding very freaking Deborah right now. If them <laughs> controls are buns, I will buy a game and play for the first three minutes. If I'm like, yo, these controls are whack, I'm returning it. See, when I found out you could return games to Steam, I was like, get it the <laughs> fuck on out, dog. I mean, within you have, minutes. You have, you have the timer on, making sure you're underneath the limit. Oh, my boy. Dude, I can't. Like, I will not give you a second chance. I'm not I'm not modifying controls. I'm not doing shit. If your controls are garbage, I'm out. So, <laughs> so that's been my deal for them. For me, I can do a lot to forgive controllers because I love Way of the Samurai series. Oh, Way of yeah. the Samurai has horrible controls. But... There's something about that game series that just gets me in every time. So I was like, I'll forgive you this time as I bought the first, second, third, and fourth one all on PC over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, with with that, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, they put out like two or three new samurai games are coming out from different IPs, and um, that was very interesting. I think one's Ghost of uh, Tishmaru. They did uh, Sekiro, and I think there was another samurai or ninja type game, uh, Neo, Neo Two. Um, so that's gonna be fun. I I think those are gonna be very interesting. It's nice to get back into you no know, uh, Japanese hack and slash, uh, and I'm I'm excited. I'm kind of excited for those. Um, because uh, semi-related to that, it's, uh, it says it's going to balance me out after I've uh, spent years on the range in Red Dead Redemption 2. Man, I, Man. I just watched a trailer for that. That I didn't play the first one. Well, I mean, I tried to, but I don't think I had a system that could play it at the time. And I was just playing it to homies or something. Yeah. Um, but the second one looks dope. The second one's uh, supposed to be a prequel to the first one. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I need to dig a little bit more, but supposedly there's still the multiplayer system, the posh system. Um, the original multiplayer was buns. Is that's easiest way to put it? It was like an arena shooter. People would log in into a server, and they, uh, they just shoot at each other. But apparently, this new jam is you can get on homies and you go fucking work the range. You can do whatever you want to do, and uh, do live that cowboy life. I.e., me and Anthony are gonna be on a server just hunting and fishing. See, I'll do that. I will for sure do that. <laughs> If they, if they drop a fishing sub-game mechanic in there, it's done. Don't talk to me. I'm, I'm already <laughs> I spent so much time hunting in the first game. It's like, Van, you know, like, they kidnapped your, your wife and kid and holding them ransom unless you do these dirty deeds, dungeon cheap. I'm like, I know, son, but the buffalo. <laughs> I know what happens in the future. They're not going to be anymore. They're on the range now. I got to be one that kills them all. Nice, nice. Coming in with the pelt. <laughs> the wild Dude. buffalo jackets. Dude, and all I used the belt money for was to buy more bait so I could get the predators. Nice. When the wolves <laughs> come, and when the cougar comes, and when the bears come, that's where the fun started for me, because that shit was not easy. And that those pelts, they came through with the money. The only <sighs> the only achievement I didn't get is the fucking dynamite arrow of the bobcat. That was hard. And I still haven't done it. That's on my that's on my uh, uh bucket list. Before I die, I want to do that at least once. <laughs> it sounds like uh, freaking me playing Oregon Trail as a child. All I did was hunt. And that's what we did. <laughs> that's all I did. I was like, sweet, it's a hunting simulator. <laughs> Everyone picks the banker, get the most money you can, load up on all the meats and all the bullets. But what's a wagon wheel? Forget a wagon wheel, forget clothing. No, <laughs> you don't need any your, of it. Your entire family's dead by the time you get like to the first river, but you shot everything on the way there, and that's all that matters. All the buffalo meat. <laughs> um, so, did you see Kojima's game? Death Stranding. Yeah, I still don't know what the fuck that is. I was about, let me let me let me drop some uh, another hot take. Okay, all right. Um, I heard someone refer to him as a genius. Blah 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 blah. All this other stuff. Okay. Um, it can't it can't. I think it just be weird. Like he's no, just weird. No. He makes video games. Like I don't understand. He's making weird games, right? His little video looks like a Chris Cunningham video. Um, <laughs> for anyone who's not old and washed enough, that is, uh, they. He was responsible for some uh, Bjork videos. Bjork videos. Bjork shows you my watch levels, and uh, a few effects twin stuff. Anyway, point being is, it's a weird <laughs> video. Everyone thinks the guy's a genius. I understand. Yeah, it looks neat. Um, we still don't have any idea what the game is. Nah. So people like, need to stop hyping this bullshit. 
<laughs> like, I will be hyped, yes, when the game comes out if it's dope. But it could be whack. Like, I'm so sick and tired of getting hyped for shit and it's garbage. Back to the division. <laughs> so, I'm I, I'm done. Unless I see gameplay or figure out what the hell. Because all I saw from the uh, his little video post was that he was carrying someone on his back. Or carrying yeah. a package. So, it's carrying the game. So, it's on the following mission. Thank you, Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm, not, I'm not excited yet. Um, with Death Stranding... <laughs> We really have only gotten three trailers, one each year. So the game, we still don't know what it is. Anyone who has a theory out there is just that. It's a theory. I I respect the man, and I follow him on social media. So I kind of like to see what it is. He is that, um, I guess, that classical, like, weird uh, cinema nerd type guy. He's yeah. probably really cool to talk with. He's probably really cool to have a beer with. Um But he's, he's like I said, he's got these weird ideas. It's kind of like my, my love for Guillermo del Toro. Um, yeah. I love that guy. I think it'd be cool to hang out with him. He's got some outside ideas um, out there, like uh, How to Fuck Your Fish, uh, which is, I I still think it's a great movie, but it's How to Fuck Your Fish. Uh, yeah. I'm still not giving that movie as much props as everyone else is giving. Another hot take. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie, and uh, in my opinion, everyone, everyone I talked to liked it, but it's still weird premise. And yeah. that's how I feel about Death Stranding. You got a really weird premise. You got a lot of sci-fi throwbacks because Kojima is like that he loves the old stuff he likes what he likes and he'll give those shout outs in his in his production and stuff like that I'm a huge Metal Gear guy I love the Metal Gear series I remember uh, when Zone of the Enders came out for, for um, PlayStation 2 and I was really into that um, I, I, I don't really have experience with like the old stuff back in like his Nintendo days his Famicom days but at the same time those were all like really well written stories really diverse characters well crafted worlds um, but they got weird. They they got weird. And each game that came out, it got weirder and weirder and weirder. And at the time, maybe because I was young, I was like, okay, I'll just accept this um, because it's just part of the universe. I have to get used to it. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, all the stuff went down with Konami. And people were like, well, fuck Konami. You know, they're fucking messing up the series. They're messing up all these classic games. It's a good thing Hideo Kojima went out there. And um, I saw this online, and it's like, there's probably, like, some Sony exec somewhere just, like, bringing his hands, like, oh, my God, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but the hype is there, and people have already are already down to give the money to it. So I think they're still rolling the dice with that. I'm happy for Kojima. I'm happy he's getting all his bros in on this game, because, like, all these people are just people he knows or like his work. It's like, you got Norman Reedus, you got Guillermo del Toro, you got the Mads Mackinson, who just, like, I think he just likes to act to act. Like, um, good dude's a really cool dude as an actor, in my opinion. Uh, he, he could be in anything, and I'll be like, okay, that dude's kind of cool. Kind of like Christopher Waltz. That guy's another guy who just be in anything. It's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, beyond that... The, I have had this question mark for three years of what Death Stranding is about. And for a lot of people, they're like, it doesn't matter. And I tell them, you're wrong. It See, does matter. That's that's like, that's why I'm mad. I'm mad at the Kojima stands. I fucking <laughs> hope this is 808 Heartbreaks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another hot take, because that album was trash. <laughs> so, just I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm open to garbage, because I, I'm, I've got too many friends who are telling me this is going to be the hottest game of the year, and they don't know a damn thing. Like, I don't know anything. Unless, I mean, again, maybe I'm just not on that spectrum. <laughs> so, it's, like, it's like, welcome to the Jaded Gamer Podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And, and that's the thing. There's... This 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 isn't this isn't two thousand four two thousand eight no hope change all that good stuff like I I'm done 
I am on the downhill. I know I got very limited amount of time on this earth, and I have to be very wise which games I, I invest myself in. And you, you gotta give me something, man. Uh, hey, man, that, that's why I didn't get that vampire game yet, because you know damn well your boy wants it. Vampire with a Y? Vampire with a Y. First off, the spelling is ridiculous, so you should go ahead and I can't even tell people to kill themselves anymore because it's 2018. Uh, <laughs> Technically, if you're a vampire. I mean, yeah, since you can't kill yourself, unkill yourself. That spelling <laughs> with a Y is already disgusting and makes me not want to play it. Um, I read into it. Apparently, the game has a lot of interpersonal connections that makes the game unique and very fun to play. The only problem is... You can't change your character. You just play that one guy that looks like that um, reject from a uh, Grand Theft Auto game. Your typical r- Russian uh, thug. <laughs> so, uh, from what I've seen and from what I've read, that's about that's your limitations. That's the only problem that everyone has with the game is that you really are stuck until linear. You know how you know how games. Oh, it's open world. It's still very very linear. That's well, what the game suffers from. You can nowadays. That's the thing, and I, I'm gonna ask your personal opinion about this. Do you prefer to be the star of your narrative, where you could like create a custom character and be like, and they just say you and stuff like that, instead of being like, hey, Joseph Brown or something like that? Shout out to your dad. Um, hey, 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 Judge Joe Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or did you prefer just be like, hey, since this is really written well, I can follow this main protagonist's story? Because I felt a really good way that they wrote characters was like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto Five had three main characters, each of them a very separate story, very well written, very well acted, and I had no problem being those characters. Uh, but a lot of days, a lot of people want that custom creation feel, especially for like these action first-person shooter RPG elements where you you have a lot of that interaction with NPCs, making relationships, and people are like pouring themselves like three hours into create a character. I am one of those guys. When you have that option, it's like, oh, I gotta fucking make a Vanya Day Lewis. Um, uh, which one do you prefer, or which one do you find yourself at least playing a lot more of? Okay, let me pull out my uh, washed boy cap real quick uh, and make a complaint about, not necessarily a complaint, just make a, um, an observation over uh, modern day culture. Uh, we live in a modern day where people now want to be the star of their own story. Everyone or anyone can be famous doing anything. Everyone wants to be the center of attention in every situation. Since we all take selfies, we all post motivational quotes and all this other shit. Knowing that we all ain't shit, but we all want to be something, right? So a lot of people like to play games where they can play themselves and be the main character of a story. But for me, from the old school, I don't really mind playing a character that is a character. Mm-hmm. Right, I know I just complain about vampire because I have a whole nother feeling towards vampire stuff. I like playing vampire <laughs> the masquerade because I am that washed. I like playing pen and paper games and whatnot, and not because I like playing me. I like playing these games because you create a character and you can't play outside of that character. You have to make something, you know, a part of a story. Just like you know, you, you play like I'm gonna play a clown that works on Broadway and I'm a vampire. That's a very specific thing, I know, but I can play that and I'm going to play that character and it's still a part of the vampire story and blah, blah, blah. With with these, like like well, like with Zelda, I like playing Zelda, right? We all playing, we like playing Link. We all like playing that story. That's his story or her story, their story, whatever. <laughs> 2018 again. Um, but we're playing against something that's already written. It's already written out for us and it's already done. I don't mind doing that if the game is good enough. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these games yeah. nowadays are just, they're selling us a blank slate. And they're like, hey, 
go do your own thing and now you're just paying us to play you in our open world and is that really fun i mean do you you find that fun or it's, it's, it really depends <clears throat> i think like it's uh, for levels everything it's like i go back to biotech as an example um, I made my character in Balotech. The name of my company is MMP Executive Solutions. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> uh, nice. that's the PMC, um, and we get paid to murder people. I mean, this is this the life, and I, I play that game like I would. And like you said, you know, my focus is there. And uh, when I feel we do a good job, I feel very immersed into that. And then like when they get the rando, it's like, hey man, here's a random bill for 300 credits, 300 million credits because an old boy broke something. In, in the in the cafeteria, I'll be like, that's some bullshit that would happen to me in real life. So I'm I'm immersed. And I'll be like, you motherfuckers, I'm kicking you off the team. Uh, <laughs> you're not going on this next mission. Sit down. Uh, and that's that's how I get immersed into that. So I understand where people like to put themselves in those games. But you see, but you're still playing the BattleTech storyline. I am still playing like storyline universe. And and the thing is, is I I think I go in understanding that even as as great as creative characters and branching storyline paths a game can set up there's a finite amount of them and you're still playing someone else's story right uh, don't, don't lie to me about that i think that's exactly where you and i come in if you lie to us about the truth about how much the borders constrict us and we go into it expecting one thing and getting another that's what pisses me off if you tell me hey man this is kind of a linear story you get to choose a and b but you're they're really good stories for both a and b i'm like you know what that's perfectly fine thanks for letting me know that this is what i get into when you get lies like uh do you remember the fable series oh yeah yeah I'll yeah you remember the broad and vagrant lies that were told <laughs> that game like that was pre-division line <laughs> Like, dude, still's got memes out there. Um, so you make choices. You can become an evil murderer. I remember that. Whole, yeah, I didn't. I watched people play Fable, all of the Fables, because my good buddies. Shout out to Court Knox. He, uh, he played Fables and whatnot, so I watched him play those. Um, yeah, but I didn't fall for that one. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, again, going back to Vampire, the Vampire Bloodlines video game, uh, which is on Steam. For like I think a dollar, it's amazing. <laughs> um, you create your own character, yes, which is awesome. But you are playing the story that they have for you already, so it's it's not the same. You are still playing a story that's written out. I don't want open world lies. It's like the smallest little world <laughs> in that little game, but it's fun. I still it's it, it it I think it ages well. What about yourself? For Bloodlines, yes. Um, another one that ages well was uh, for me at least. The first uh, Deus Ex, uh, the first Deus Ex uh, to me is a classic, and that was the perfect version of freedom within a line. It was super linear. Um, you you really just went to A to B to C, but within that there were a lot of small things that you can do at the time that a lot of other games weren't doing. It's like, look, man, I ain't got no money for this. Oh, let me just hack this terminal, get some cash, and buy whatever I need. It's like that's that's something that the uh, only a few other games like touch upon at that time. Uh, so I, I, already, I had a ton of fun with that and a lot of people that, like Deus Ex and Blue Lines, that's the type of games a lot of people like reinstall over and over again, you know, for, for the feel goods. And they, they were great for their time. I still think they hold up now. It's kind of like how people still play Tetris, man. You, you got a good game. Uh, it's it's going to hold up. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just played Tetris the other day. Sleeping <laughs> up. Love that game. Love it, love it, love it. Was there anything else that was at this thing that, um, what else did we, did we miss any other games? 
I am actually hyped about Spider-Man now that I've seen more gameplay video. Man, come on, really? No, yes, because... We're going to disagree. All right, okay. get, get it ready. <laughs> because now that I've seen him play around the world, it reminds me of Spider-Man 2, which is the best Spider-Man game ever. That was the one where you literally could just web swing around New York looking for crimes to beat people up for. And that's okay. what they showed. Okay, never mind then. Never mind. Okay, I, I I don't know why I doubted this. I when I saw when I saw the 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 uh, trailer deal for this, I was like, this game is not meant for kids nowadays. I didn't think that it would be deep enough because it just it looks like an old Amazing Spider-Man comic. When I saw what I saw, and I was like, I was like, young Anthony would have loved the shit out of this game. I was like, as a person who was obsessed with Peter Parker, um, I, I would have loved that game. But I was like, are kids nowadays really going to bang with this? And what you just explained, you like the old Spider-Man too. And that's exactly what this game is. I just thought that the title, I just thought that it looked a little old. Like, I didn't think that it was going to, like, I thought the whole premise was too old for kids to like nowadays. No, no. I think the, that freedom, uh, like, with, and, and this is why I give it a little bit to Marvel. They know right now at least what's paying the money. Homecoming came out a year or two years ago. MCU just happened. Infinity War just happened. Marvel Cinematic Universe has brought a lot to these IPs. And I say it every single time we talk about Marvel. Uh, freaking Galaxies of the Guardians should not be as big as it should. That is your, that's a Z-list comic. A Z-list team. Dude, that was, I never read that comic. Like, I you remember seeing it. Yeah. You enjoyed the movie. I hates love the movie. Black hates movies. I hate. Well, hold on. Let's get it right. I don't like comic book movies. Okay. Yeah. I, I like. I like. Uh, this is gonna sound so freaking obnoxious. I like <laughs> cerebral movies and a lot of foreign movies that are really messed up. I like messed up movies, but it's not because I feel like I'm better than anyone. It's just that. I, I don't really want to watch comic book movies anymore. It's just like if you asked me to watch a Dragon Ball Z movie right now, I'd be like, no, are you serious? It's all the same. And I know that's a hot take coming from the guy who calls himself Negroku, but like, let's. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my 30s. I don't have time to watch goofy shit anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless it's the goofy movie, which is a legit movie. Hey, Tevin Campbell, let's. let's a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> I love the crowd, even uh, if I have to. Uh... Nice. Nice. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, I'm I'm exactly in the same boat. But no, what they what they did for Guardians of the Galaxy proved to me that in the right hands, you can you can make an apple pie out of a pile of shit. Really, yeah, you can sell anything. You could sell so, anything. Connecting this now with the popularity of Tom Holland's Spider Man, young fifteen year old Peter Parker Spider Man, going to to those days, reintroducing that character. Um, with the overall popularity of Spider-Man, who has carried Marvel for decades, right, um, right, finally getting a what appears to be a a good Spider-Man video game title again, because uh, we had a lot of misses. We had one good PlayStation One game. We had the one PlayStation Two game. Everything in between that, total L's, L's, Whoop. L's, L's. <laughs> to show <laughs> the first one that was on the Game Boy original <laughs> was amazing. By the way. No, the Sega Genesis Spider-Man. Also amazing. <laughs> Dude, they made a big-ass deal when that game dropped. Oh, they had commercials, son. They had posters oh, at man. Sears. Son. Oh, oh man. man. Oh. <laughs> and that, that was... 
<laughs> hot take, hot take for the fans out there. If you never cranked your neck looking up at a monitor to play the new Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo game, you ain't about that life. I had the <laughs> stiffest of whiplashes from trying to look up at four years old at that monitor in Sears. Uh, because, yes, they were at Sears. Yes, Walmart, that's where you played them. Toys R Us, all those places. Oh, man. And that was your Washed Boy Minute with Antonius Black <laughs> and Evangel Day Lewis. Two four to buy. Two <laughs> four to buy, only try. <laughs> we sound like old hip hop heads. <laughs> Graying beards complaining about new music. Um uh, well, you know, a completely offshoot, uh, but still on Spider Man, um Miles Morales uh, oh, animated Spider-verse. edition. Spider Verse. Spider Verse coming out for Christmas. That um, is the hypest looking ish I've seen. I mean, what are you? He's like literally what I wanted to, what I dreamed of when I was in high school. It so, has been a long and harsh road to get where we are today, but God's plan. God, uh, God's plan. <laughs> Miles Morales has, um, ever since he was introduced, like in the Ultimate Universe and all of that, he's he has it's taken a while for people to fall in love with him, accept him. Like from the get go, I love the concept. I was banging with it. And, um, of course, you got haters, you got those cucks online who are just, like, just being blatantly racist and just like, that's not Peter Parker. It's like, nah, it's not Peter Parker. It's a whole new character. It's good. And it's it's needed. You, uh, and, you know, this isn't that 2018 we need diversity in anything, the whole nine yards. It's good, but that's because it's backed up by good writing and a good character. Right, um, right. But the bonus is that having... A diverse character like Morales Morales be put on a much broader media spectrum is going to encourage a lot of other kids out there to want to be superheroes, to want to write comic books, to want to make movies and video games, and that's that's spurring on the next generation. And because it's really important um, to find something you identify with yourself. A lot of people talk about hot takes like, "Hey, it, it's not necessary for someone to be of a particular." race, sexuality, gender, etc., etc., to make a good show, which I completely agree with. But, 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 I put this in there, um, from the standpoint growing up in South Louisiana as an Asian man, role models were very hard to come by. Right. Uh, uh, just because, you know, number one, the pops wasn't there. Uh, uh, number two, you, you, I didn't see no one uh, growing up who was, I consider kind of like me or, or anything like that. I saw snippets, abilities, and, um, uh, traits of people I like, you know, I really like, you know, growing up, I love Spider-Man, I love Batman, I love Punisher, um, because they each had, um, values that I agreed with, but I never thought of myself as Batman, Spider-Man, never, and those cats, never, because that they didn't live the life I do, but I remember being, like, six years old, I caught a Vietnamese dub of one of the Chow Yun-Fat, uh, John Woo movies, I think it was either... Uh, the killer or was one of the better tomorrows and I was like who the hell is this and of course that that's that was put in the very back of my very memory as I got into my teens and media became more available we were getting into the AOL days I could do some digging I was like Xiao Yun Fat he's like the biggest Hong Kong action star from from the 80s to the 90s um, and, and then you know, of course Jackie Chan Jet Li Sam Hung it's like wait you're talking to me there's out there there's like these badass Asian cats banging out like this guns and kicks and, and the whole nine yards and the thing is that that media wasn't present there for me so I definitely see why it's important for that to be out there it needs um, to be it, it definitely be. representation matters because it i mean yourself myself we didn't have i mean 
you didn't have any positive role models on the big screen that weren't like back in that time back in our time growing up you know being an asian cat just meant you were a nerd on film that's yeah. all that meant it's you know that it that's and it's for like black kids. kids it was being a sports star or a rapper uh Gang, in the other movies that were considered for for black folk were just black movies, so your white friends didn't watch those movies. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, so we had nothing. We had nothing to you know to that we could relate on. So we ended up all watching the same superhero movies and whatnot. Representation wasn't there. And the people who like to say that uh, characters don't need to change their race or blah 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 because it shouldn't matter, blah blah blah, on some all right shit. If it didn't matter, you wouldn't have noticed when they changed the person's race. That's hey, how you know it matters. Big flag to you. right there. Yeah. If you have to come out and say something about it, that, that means it was on your radar first to begin with. And that's the whole problem. It was on anyone's radar. If, right. it was, if it was normalized, no one would be commenting. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if we change the race every scene of a person. Granted, that would be kind of off-putting. But you understand. If, if it's someone else's whole property, their storyline, they if they want to change, let them change it. It shouldn't matter to you. You're there for the story. You're not there for what's on the screen. And these are the same people who like to say, I don't see color. Who are the same people who are complaining when someone changes the color of a character. So, you know, maybe we just need to sit back and get over ourselves. I mean, we all do this. We're all hypocrites. But uh, let's just think about for the future. You know what? Because my brother and myself, we didn't feel included growing up. We were always outcasts growing up. I would love to see the kids of the future actually be able to feel like they weren't the outcast. I want them to feel included. And um, I know that's sounding very uh, soapboxy and washed right now, but who cares? I mean, I'm just being real. All these people are talking to shit on the internet about how everyone's a snowflake, yada, 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 but they're also the first ones to complain when things change. Donnie um, Yen's in Star Wars. Fuck you. Exactly. We didn't My even boy. know Asians were in space. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> The whole of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to talk about Star Wars. This is going to be a long edition of the podcast because we have to catch up so much. I think everyone's still going to be banging with it, though. Let's long form. On. Long form. <laughs> um, let's go back onto the video games. I think Spider-Man is going to be good. Let me talk about another game that I think is going to be good besides all the Samurai titles. Um, there was... We said Death Stranding. We don't know what that... Ah, man. There were so many titles that were announced... But well, we only got snippets for that put a little hope. Let's let's just talk a little bit about cyberpunk. Um, I'm all about like the neo noir cyberpunk dystopian future because we're living one right now. Uh, I just want to play a video game about it. That's not Shadowrun, even though Shadowrun is fun. Yes, um, it is. Let's see. What, was there anything else that, that stood out to you so far of everything's that announced? Nintendo does nothing for me. Uh, Nintendo uh, lies. Um, <laughs> I keep you know I, <laughs> I have a Nintendo tattoo. You know. So a part of me wants to love every single thing Nintendo puts out, but I can't keep lying to myself. This is a uh, ex-girlfriend edition um, the podcast, <laughs> but I feel like Nintendo does this to me every year. Uh, they say some cool shit, and it's and it looks dope, and it just is it's whack. Like I I feel like it's become a little kid's console. Um, they should just give it up. It's a wrap, and uh, just make handhelds. <laughs> uh, make handhelds and make uh, party game things. Because uh, I think I think it's over for them. I think it's a wrap. They're only holding on by Smash Brothers. That's not a hot take. That's the real deal. Because no one cares about that box shit game that they came out with that I didn't <laughs> did not get finessed into buying. Because I almost did. I remember months ago I told you actually I was like you know what I think I want to get a Switch. Or which one do I have? I have the Wii U. And I was like I think I need to get a Switch. And you go why? And I was like 
<laughs> and I was like, yo, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. Because there's no game calling me. I don't play any of these trash games. I don't play any of these fighters or anything. And the Zelda game works on the Wii U, which I, I already bought. I bought it for the Wii U. <laughs> so I, uh, there was no reason for me to buy a Switch. And I honestly don't think anyone needs to buy one. Nintendo lives on its IP alone. If it did not have certain brands, you wouldn't play it. You would. Yeah. No, who would? It's not. We gotta stop lying to ourselves with some of these things. Some of these things just need to die. It's like 2018, Cole. and then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fucking me up. <laughs> That's linked to the Emin politics come out. That's podcast. that's the next episode because a lot of things have happened in in the month or so that we've been gone. Oh, oh let's, let's man. stick to games, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. N- N- Nintendo's IPs are there. Everyone's gonna play Mario game. Everyone loves Zelda. I love Zelda. We're we're always gonna play that. Um, if they come out with another Pikmin, I'd be down on that too. Um, I wouldn't buy it though. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, if they put out another Punch Out, I'll definitely play that. Um, things of that nature um nintendo's very good with i have i'll always give them props for trying to be innovative they're trying to do something new they're trying to do something different from everyone else and more or less they succeed in doing something different but different doesn't always means good they take right. a lot of risk they roll the dice those guys love rolling the dice um and and i am always amazed by the fanboyism of, of Nintendo fanboys because that's that's what it is it's like these people who buy every single console every single time comes out because these two or three games are supposedly going to be like the game changers and none of them have changed the game for me not a single one um, not since the original Super Nintendo came out and right. if I'm going to be completely honest with myself nothing to me has been as popular as the Super Nintendo um, 64 was very close close yeah um, um because they had just a treasure trove of titles, and I had so much fun playing that as a kid with the homies, um, sleepovers and whatnot. Um, GameCube did nothing for me. The Dude, Wii I missed the GameCube. Like I completely, it's the one Nintendo system I never owned. Uh, I had one in my house when I was Cube, in college, but like Cube had <laughs> some great titles. I won't take that away from it. Cube had some great titles, but that to me that was the climb from there. Like when we we you. Um, uh, now, now the switch and stuff like that. It's like your the technologies used and 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 all that are are making a bunch of games and consoles for people who traditionally aren't fans of traditional gaming, which is good. There, that the fact that the alternatives are there, the fact that you have motion controllers and take anywhere systems are connected to your home base. I, I think all those concepts are great. It's just you can't you still haven't come through with the games I have to play um, that I can't get on PC or a console. Um, right, right. But but I can always go back to, maybe that's just me as a gamer. There's probably a lot of people out there who are getting heated that I'm shit-talking Nintendo. It's like, I have spent more money on Nintendo as a, as a child. I feel bad for my parents. That's that's the type of way I felt because your boy was, was praying every Christmas trying to get that new cartridge. Absolutely. Not, not understanding it was the same price as games are now back in the 90s. Which uh, is insane. Your parents are buying you a, a computer's worth of uh, expenses <laughs> each I, game I, they bought. I went back and looked, and I remember, and this is this is going to let people know how much I love my mom and, and how much she struggled to bring me the American Dream. My fourth birthday, 
the present was the NES system. It was the NES bundle with the zapper. With oh, the, tri- the with duck hunt. No, no. <laughs> let me. This is the zapper, the track and run pad. Oh, shit. With the triple cassette with Super Nintendo, Duck Hunt, and Track and Field. Jesus. Anthony Antonius Black. This is a guessing game. How much did that cost in 1990-whatevers? Oh, I remember back in the grip, I remember it was $100 hairs for just the Nintendo. If I recall correct. I could be completely incorrect, but I'm pretty sure it was 100 bucks. I don't know. I'm guessing $129.99. That sucker, and I'm going to have to probably get quoted on this on Wiki and whatnot. If memory serves me correctly, I remember seeing an ad on one of those retro uh, websites. Uh, that combo pack was $1989.399. Oh, shit. Jesus Do, do the inflation Christ. math on that. Oh, wow. Now I'm doing... Dude, that's got to be... I mean, you got to triple it. Almost, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, that uh, was buying, dude. You gotta tell uh, <laughs> prices right then and there. Holy shit, dude, that's expensive. Let's see. I'm, I'm actually gonna look it up right now because I'm curious. Uh, Nintendo NES cost uh, 1989. Let's see. Because your boy's old. <laughs> Old boys in the house. Yo, how much did a Game Boy cost when it came out in 1989? I don't remember. That was Eight, I. To, I totally have no idea. 89.99 for a Game Boy. Oh God, I've got one in my closet which, right which now. Which in 2013 would have been 170 dollars. This is what kids right. were asking their parents, and they've been dropping it. <laughs> And Louisiana was definitely poor as hell at the time. And NES by itself, in the late 80s, mid 80s, was one ninety nine ninety nine. In two thousand thirteen, in two thousand thirteen, that would have been two hundred thirty four dollars for four hundred thirty four dollars. So my combo pack was probably easily close to uh, uh, three hundred dollars, which would have been like six hundred today dollars, like. I, I, it makes me so thankful to live in America and to have a mom who worked so hard to make me uh, a spoiled little baby who didn't understand the value of money. <laughs> like, like my mom faked it until she made it. She put your boy in Tommy Hilfiger to go to kindergarten. That's that's the kind of life she was trying to, to fake it so you make it. Uh, Bougie. <laughs> growing up in, in Jackson Square, Pentabla. <laughs> <laughs> I was young Carlton Banks growing up. I ain't gonna lie. My mom put me in stunt, made me made sure I was stunting on every other kid. <laughs> My mom was the bougiest, and I'm not mad about it because uh, she 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 made me. <laughs> My parents made me into a bougie young man. <laughs> man, um, so yeah, like I will always love Nintendo. I always respect what they do. Uh, they still have fire IPs that. I enjoy. Um, no, I'm a big Fire Emblem guy. Don't have any of the systems, but I like the universe. I like the games. Um, I have the the mobile version that that sates me because I get to collect the characters. Um, but at the end of the day, anything new that they come up with is a gimmick. Uh, yeah. That does not do anything to change the way we play games. 
and um, and that goes into like the current trend of VR, which is a lot better now than it was, no doubt about it, and um, that's not even a debate. The VR now is what sci-fi VR is supposed to be back right, in the right. 80s. Um, so no lie about there. Is it to a point where it will overtake traditional gaming? Absolutely not. And anyone who says otherwise, um, you're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Who You were with me when we had that conversation the other day, right? Yeah, at least for now. Give, you got to give it another 10 years. Yeah, because that's exactly it. Someone tried to tell me that VR was at that point where I needed to buy a VR system. And I was like, dog, every single game I've seen has been trash. Trash. And they're, and they're like, it, it's, the- it's a dumbed-down version of the original game you're playing. Yeah, and the controls are whack. Like, they look bad. And I played a few VR games. I played that Space Dandies game or whatever the hell was on the PlayStation 4. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this is neat. But, like, you don't... It, you didn't even have full control. Like, it was it was beautiful. The game was beautiful. But, like, you weren't 100% in control of everything the way they tried to sell it to you as it was. And I just... It's... I'm not, it's not there. And, I, uh, I can't give it props until they jam that fucking needle into the back of my spine like in the Matrix. Yeah, I want some real force feedback. <laughs> it's like, you mean if I die in the game, I die in real life? <laughs> yes. I need to let these scrubs know that uh, don't fuck with the venue day. <laughs> teabagging. Yeah. And I've been teabagging in the virtual world and teabagging in real life. I, I want that, uh, that setup, that system that old boy had hackers to play. <laughs> Just jumping around. I mean, that had to have been... Just think about how long ago that movie was, right? <laughs> and Mr. The Plague was running around and fighting with real-time fighting speed. So I would love to have seen what game he was playing. Oh, uh, go watch Hackers and know what I'm talking about. It was probably, like, it was probably Internal Champions. <laughs> oh, God. He's running around and jumping around doing backflips. Oh, God. But that that has been MFP's E3 review. Um, a couple of titles out there, guys, excited. Most of them did not. It's more the same. Got a lot of sequels this year. Um, people are trying to do new things, which not I'm not angry at. It's just is it truly something new or something we've been there already? Um, we still play video games. You know, we're still gonna buy some of these. I'm probably gonna steal a couple. Uh, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and so that's that's how I have to feel about that. Um, and that has been the majority of this podcast. Antonius, do you want to jam in some other current time events? Because a lot happened in the last month. Uh, we're already at an hour, so what we could do is we could record this, set it up, and then later this week record another episode on current events. Because this is kind of a special event for a bit being E3. We could just make this the E3 episode. Video game E3 podcast, yeah. Right, because I mean, it's it's the beginning of the week. We will record another one of these at the end of the week. Yeah. Plus, plus, I got an idea. Uh-oh. And I'm going to drop this on the godforsaken shenanigans here. So you and I, we're going to, you know... We talked about doing this other podcast as a set of people. We may do it. It all depends on how it turns out. Mm-hmm. You and I need to start doing our, uh, our 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 YouTubing and vlogging life. Yeah. So I'm thinking that you and I train together twice a week. Somewhere, either my house or your house, and then we do another workout without each other during the middle of that week. And then we can get some information. Not just we can get quality content of us doing stuff that we would do plus working out. On the YouTube format. What are your thoughts? I think it'd be a good idea. There we go. I think we got another idea. Mm-hmm. I think we do that. And uh, I'm sure it also will uh, make the fans happy. Because I've got a lot of people in the DMs messaging me about why you and I aren't doing more of our adventures together. And it's I'm like, like, you know. It's actually, we've actually done quite a bit in the last month. Uh, I, just, I don't think 
like I we're gonna make like the four part continuing adventures of MP podcast because a lot of stuff happened. You gotta talk a little bit about everything. How we uh, give them a little taste, you know? How we caught the the NXT show. In oh the yeah. Uh, so Damn, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a we're gonna have a wrestling episode coming up. Um, Absolutely, your boy caught uh, the baby metal in Houston with the homie uh, uh, a Mason. Big shout out to Big Mace. Um, uh, I did the Holly Fest with the old lady. I got that on uh, on freaking Instagram. A lot of homies <laughs> big represented in Dallas this past weekend for the Akon. Yeah, dude. Ah, and then we got MegaCon coming up soon, yo. We got the big show in NOLA, New Orleans. If you guys ain't catching us at New Orleans for MegaCon, you guys are missing out on a great show. We're going to be working on a playlist this weekend. Uh, United to get together for that. I think it'll oh, be yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. It's going to be I think big. it'll be fun. Um, but anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this one up. Let the people do their thing. It's been an hour. I hope you enjoyed this while you're sitting at your desk at work hating your life. No, it's been a minute. <laughs> claw a yourself out. <laughs> it's been a minute, but we're bringing you the good content. We got stuff for days, and we're gonna keep the hits coming. It's been your boy Vanu Day Lewis and Antonius Black. MMP Podcast. Keep listening, like and share. Peace. Peace.